Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the God of Knicks podcast. I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with the cousin Rick the Ruler. What's going on, family? How you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Uh, talk to me. Talk to me, man. You, you seem a little blue, like my background here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I just think Indiana got a number. Uh, what, what else can you do? I was going to make that point at some point today. They The, the Pacers, they won once again. Uh, they beat us 122-102. to 102. Um, out of the three times we've played them, this is the second time they won. And like you said, they just have our number. They just know how to beat us. Um, if anything, I think it has a lot to do with the rivalry between Julius and uh, Sabonis mm-hmm. um, because he's the leader of their team. And when he steps up, everybody steps up. Same thing like Julius. When he steps up, everybody steps up. So um, I, I'm not surprised to see that they want to take our heads off every single time they play. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, so let's 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 get some stats up here. Let's see what we what we got going today. So, um, let's get this uh banner out of here because I don't want to keep looking at that score. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so <sighs> let's start with R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett was five for twelve. Three for five from the three-point line, six for seven, um, 19 points, three rebounds. No, two rebounds, three assists. Um, You know, from the outside, looking at just the numbers, that looked like a pretty good game if you weren't watching the game. Um, (laughs) It it was a – he had a huge third quarter. I think he had 10 points in the third quarter. Maybe. Hang on. I'll do it. He might have had 10 points because I know he had six in the first. He didn't score in the second. Then he had 10, 10 points, I believe, in the f- third quarter. And I think in the fourth, he scored three points. Um, But the biggest number there is the negative 25 and the plus minus. Uh, and the same thing with Julius. Julius was six for eight, six for 18 from the field, uh, two for six from three, four for four from the free throw, from the free throw line. Uh, eight rebounds, two assists, and 18 points, uh, five turnovers for a negative 22 on a plus-minus. Those two together amounted for a negative 47 plus-minus while they were on the floor. And that is outstandingly ridiculous, um, especially for the guys who have the ball in their hands the most. Yeah. Um, Fournier wasn't great either. He was a negative 15. Um, it looked like at some point, you know what I'm starting to notice with Fournier? What's that? He feels like every time he touches the ball, he's supposed to shoot it. Well, well, I mean, even when there's no shot, he's well, gonna find one. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's you know? another story. And I think that has a lot to do with the continuity. Um, Dre said, alluded to a little bit when he said that uh, last last year. Shout out Dre, by the way. Um, he's here in spirit because he's at work. <laughs> So uh, I'm sure he's watching it in frustration at this point. But um, yeah, he he alluded to alluded to it when he mentioned the fact that Alfred Payton and um, Reggie Bullock they actually deferred a little bit to Julius, or they you know kind of were okay not really getting the ball as much. I think to another extent, I think they also weren't going to go out of their way to look for their own shot, and I think that. That is what you're starting to see a lot with uh, Fournier, and that takes a lot away from the continuity of the team. 
at the times that he does it, um, when he's not making those wide open, especially when he's not making his shots. Um, he ended up with seven points. And um, he was two for six. Uh, it's it's just, and he's, he's forcing a lot of these shots in, in bad situations when a lot of times, you know, you're starting to see everyone else just stand around and watch him. Yeah. You know, and I don't think he's good enough for that. Especially not giving a seven seven points. Um, who was also negative fifteen. He had four rebounds, one assist. Uh, I just I just would like to see a lot more continuity with this team. It's everything is just one pass shoot, one pass shoot. Um, RJ, he's not necessarily a one pass shoot guy. That's one thing that gives me confidence about him going forward. If that's where we're going to stay, is he's less of uh, I'm gonna look for my own shot, kind of, kind of guy. Um, and if he is gonna look for his own shot, it's not gonna be a fadeaway from the three point line. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna get to the basket and and get to a high percentage basket. If he misses, he misses it. But he's not gonna make selfish plays for risky baskets. I, that's not something I really see RJ do. Um, but uh, nonetheless, it was it was a terrible, terrible game uh, all around. They played well offensively, which is which is odd. They didn't they didn't play terribly. I mean, aside for I mean, they made some shots, but they just did not defend. And I think that's where the game was. They didn't defend at all. They didn't defend. Um, the third quarter, which was the quarter that RJ started to go off, they you know they started to close the gap a little bit, um, and they started to look a little bit better. But they you know this is just like you said, they have our number. Um, I know you said that the third quarter was the main quarter you really got to watch. You had a pretty busy evening. Um, but what did you see in, in, in that time that uh that, that you can take anything away from? Just like you said, there was no continuity. Uh it was a lot of sloppiness. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't see a lot of second chance opportunities. Uh and just looking at the numbers, the third quarter was their worst quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, is something I thought they were trending away from. Right. Because the yeah. last two games, even though they won one out of the two of the last two games, not counting tonight, their third quarters were pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So today was a little disappointing seeing them score the, the least amount of points in the third quarter again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know if they they feel a certain way about Indiana and they're they're just trying too hard, or or they're expecting. I, I don't know, man. It just – I didn't see anything that I loved. Uh, yeah. Nothing. I, I, and I really just want to say I wish that um, Mitchell Robinson would just learn how to fall. I mean, it's bad he, that he falls almost every play. But if you're going to fall, at least learn how to fall. Like, that I, fall I, last game versus the, the, the Spurs was just – When he fell on his back? But see, that wasn't a fall. He was more. That it was wasn't more his of a fault. situation. He did fall. Yes, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't but his fault. But it's just he, how he, he landed directly yeah. Yeah. on his back. Yeah, that was. Come on, man. It's like he doesn't know how to fall. Right. He just fall. Whatever is going to, at the peak of the fall, whatever is like leaning towards the ground, like that's, that's what's it. still going to be there when, yep. when he gets there. No, He's not gonna no try alterations. To <laughs> He's gonna be like, ah, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with the pain later. Like, yeah. I, I don't get it, man. I, I, he, I mean, he, 
and you're starting to see he's starting to laugh now when he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think at some point last night he got he got kicked in the nuts or hit in the nuts or something like that, and he was just yeah. And he started laughing about that because you know it's always something. It's always always something with Mitch. Yeah. Um. Tonight he had uh, a whopping four points and um two rebounds um three fouls i the thing with mitch is i he has nothing for sabonis yeah nothing yeah he has nothing for sabonis it's hard for him to stay out on uh, on miles turner it's um he struggles these games the guys that get him in the post he struggles those games um so the sabonises the the, the vucevic's the Yoch, the Jokic, oh my God, like that game was ridiculous. Um, it, it's, it's scary but, because he's a defensive center. Yeah, definitely not offensive. And the thing is, he put weight on so that he would be a little bit more, um, what's a good word? Uh, more of a challenge, I guess, in, yeah. in that, in that position right but it seems like it didn't it didn't make any difference whatsoever well he's lost that weight i think he's down i think he lost about 15 pounds he was at 275 i think he's back down like 260 at this yeah point. i think i think they asked him to lose the weight so he could start jumping again but yeah which he's starting to do he's starting to look a little bit better but at the same time it's the iq you know what i mean i i want to see you um now last game he looked great I think in the first half off the bench he had seven points and ten rebounds. You know what Bro. I mean? And 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 that's what you want. Um, it's it's just these games with these guys that are post centers. They don't they they take it to Mitch every single time. And I think they they've learned over time that um, when you're a post player and you're dealing with someone who's a shot blocker, you're always going to win that battle because their natural instinct is to block the shot. And all you really have to do is just wait until they jump. Right. And, and, and um, Mitch, even when he stays down, he puts himself in bad positions. Sometimes he doesn't. He doesn't um, balance it out. But um, you know, I think I don't know, man. And then you're starting <laughs> to hear these 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 uh, rumors about the 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 Pacers and they were, they're going for a rebuild and they're looking to trade Sabonis. Uh, Mild, they're fielding offers for, for Miles uh, Turner, Sabonis, and, and Levert. And I'm like, this is the team that just bust our ass? <laughs> they're just talking about they, – they're trying to trade everybody because they're going for a rebuild, and they just now came in here and watched us. You know what I mean? Twice. Like that Twice. And that now this is what I think about. What are we really and what are we, like, locking ourselves into? And um, I have to think. That I, there's no way that Leon Rose in World Wide West is cool. What's going on? Oh, of course at not. All. I don't think more than any other regime, they're way less patient than any of the guys that were there before them. So yeah. I just think that at some point, something's gonna give. Um, a trade is going to happen. It's already in I would, works. I wouldn't be surprised if after the trade happens and nothing changes, that a coaching change happens because. Mm. I'm not, and I'm not suggesting that. Not suggesting. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised with the guys who are at the at the top of the food chain right now in in Madison Square Garden, and how eager they are to win. 
and how they know we have assets and we're willing to change all of this shit up right now if we really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think it's something worth looking at at some point because they we play these other teams and it's like guys off the bench that are just giving us 15, 20 every night. It's not like uh, this guy just happened to have he's on a he's on a streak. No, nah, the guy just had seven the night before. He's mm-hmm. giving you 25. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I just think something needs to happen and very, very fast. Um, and, and, and I would go and say that the Knicks, they uh, they changed a little bit too much. And and um, I know they thought it was going to be for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you mentioned, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the people that are in charge in MSG. Yeah, they they're they got stuff in the works I, that I can guarantee yeah. But um, I feel like we went from a defensive first team slash mindset to a offensive mindset, and I, and I just feel like we're lost. We don't. Yeah. And we mentioned this in, in other shows that their identity is a little, um, little bit of a mystery, and um, they're not playing well together. So it's it's they're struggling, and I feel like if if we had the team that we had last year with a change of one person. Mm-hmm. It, it would have been a different outcome this year, yeah. but I feel like the changes that were made were it was too much uh, for where they were from last year. So I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of options that they can make in order to improve this team. So I'm just interested in finding out which moves they actually make. Uh yeah, I would like to see at least two of those options because this. This is not fun. Um, I posted on Twitter um, during the game. I said, I've seen other teams lose, and they're still fun to watch. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think even when we win, even when we were winning this season, a lot of it wasn't fun to watch. Unless when you were watching the bench guys, mm-hmm. which is crazy. We have the most fun watching the OBs, the Quickleys, the Grimes, McBrides, Jericho Sims. We're not talking about any of the guys that's in the starting lineup. We even talk about Derek Rose. <laughs> He's not starting. It's true. Yeah, it's true. We don't. We're not excited about any of these other guys. And Alex I think Burks, Burks, maybe. And and Burks just not ended up in the starting lineup. So maybe you'll hit your hair a little bit less about Burks because that's just how the nature. But um, the starting five all got negative plus minuses, right? It's in, yeah, it's bad. It's very very bad. Um. Anyway, uh, shout out to the chat. Jose, my man always. He's, I doubt Tibbs is behind some of these picks. I think, I, of oh, course. Definitely. Of course. Of course. Um, to change two-way players from starting position. from To change, change two players. Two players from starting position is too much. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it was that. And I think also Tibbs, like you mentioned, Rick, he, I just don't think he knows how to be an offensive coach. Um, I think last year it worked because we had a bunch of guys that didn't need to be put in very strategic positions to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys do. You, you got guys, especially you got to really coach when it comes to guys who want and deserve the ball and where to make them effective. It's easier to run a system through two guys because you don't have three or four guys that can hit shots on different places and locations. Mm-hmm. But now when you get that, it's like you got to use them. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And I think right. Tibbs 
Tibbs really struggles with the, and that's like I've been saying since the dawn of this, the signing of, of Tibbs, the offensive wrinkles is the only thing that I was, I would always question because I know that he has one option. What happens to the second and third options? And are there off ball options happening at that same time? And that's what I'm looking for. There was a few times tonight where Julius and, and, um, Evan do their patented two way, I mean two two uh, two man game, and then what happens? Everybody else on the other end is just standing around three point line. What is the defense doing? Uh, relaxing, not expending any energy. They don't just have waiting, to. waiting for something to happen so that yeah. they can react and get a steal, turnover. So um, I just I'm I'm very frustrated with how we're playing, um, and I think. Tips has to add. He has to change something up. He really has to change something up. Um, t- big task at hand says this is bad to say the least. Yes, to say the least. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. Um, Jose said with Peyton and Bullocks, we had defensive dogs. Well, and and not not just that. Like I was like we were saying before, um, they were defensive dogs, but they also didn't require that much on. Uh, touches on like on offense so you didn't have to worry about keeping those guys happy right. they're fine just spotting that spotting up at three-point line because what are you going to do when you put bullock in a situation where he needs to get himself a bucket nothing he's not going to do anything right so he's going to be very willing to give you the ball back julius and- That's why they did the two-man game so much and Jose, you you are absolutely correct. They were mm-hmm. defensive dogs, and I don't take that away from them because they definitely helped us out. Um, they were role players; they knew exactly mm-hmm. what their role was, and there was no confusion in that. Yeah, yeah. And with that being said, I don't want them back. I nope. I, f- I feel like we we don't want certain things, and then mm-hmm. when we get rid of them, we kind of want them again. But I, I want to be nah. perfectly clear: nah. I miss their defensive efforts. But I don't want them back. I, I want it's us still, to. It still to, hurt to watch. It was still hard. Oh yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was um, looking at Peyton, oh, I'm so glad those days are over. Not to say that we're in so much of a better place right now. Yeah. But it it was a needed change, and everybody was happy that the change happened. Yeah. Now they're looking at what we're having right now, and they're saying, you know, we're not happy, and that's fine. Also, we know that we need to make a change. So. Let's just see what works, what doesn't work, and then see if we can make those changes so that we can find that happy medium. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that that has to happen. I think there's um a lot of ways we can make changes without disturbing a lot of the chemistry. Um, I think addition by subtraction is necessary at this point. Yeah. Um, necessary, mm-hmm. not suggest. It's necessary. <laughs> you need to subtract something. Um, even if you're bringing in something that's not going to bring you as as much as this guy was bringing in, something needs to happen. Um, I think, and it's, it's, it's weird, I think Coach is starting to come around to getting some offense through RJ. The first play tonight was a, a post-up, an RJ ISO post-up hmm. that Julius threw to RJ. I was like, what? Whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> like, I was confused because I'm seeing Julius at the three-point line throw it to someone who's in the post. And I'm like, who are you throwing? 
Shouldn't you be down there? Shouldn't you be down there? <laughs> and it's RJ, and he goes to the free throw line. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. RJ can handle that though, because he he's he's right. um he's a strong dude. Right. Um if he could finish should, and get the end one, yeah. Ice yeah. on the cake. Yeah. You you uh, gotta I think you have to go for and that's that's I think that's what he was trying to do. He a lot of offense tonight went through RJ, even though RJ wasn't shooting well. I think he didn't score at all in the second quarter. Um, but he still ended up with more points than Julius. And Julius was damn near hot all night. Um, I just I think there is something to getting RJ more touches. And unfortunately, that means that Julius will get less touches. And I don't know if I like the Julius with less touches. And I'm 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 not sure he can handle getting less touches. I, I think he can. If they start winning, I think he can handle it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's the thing. They're not winning. They're not winning. They're, They're not, not winning. winning. Um, I think but, any team who has someone on there who can be a star player, like Scottie Pippen, his entire career, he was waiting for Jordan to start slacking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he can say, hey, listen, this is what we should do. But no, he couldn't. Why? Because they were winning. And as they're winning, you got to shut up and just take it and ride with it. But in this situation, they're not winning. So I get it. Um, I get the frustration from Julius. He's our leader. I think he really, really, really um, has to uh, snap out of it. Something has to happen with Julius. He needs to get to the point where I, uh, I need to get to I need to get into my bag early in this game. I need to get these guys involved. Like, what happened to those games earlier this year when he's running around, he's sprinting here and there, and then he's throwing the ball here, and he's it's getting tired. So, all right, in your opinion, what was the difference between this game and the last game? What what did we do different I mean, against mental. Utah that we couldn't do against Indiana? Um. I think I don't think it was. I think it was all mental. I think all of that was mental. That game was a, a a mental battle. Like I said, every single time we play the Pacers, they just no matter what we're doing well. First of all, none of us can guard Malcolm, Malcolm Brockton. He's the most unguardable player on that team. Whenever we play him, I don't know how <laughs> he's more unguardable than Sabonis is. Anytime yeah. he puts the ball on the floor and he gets to the basket, guess what? He scores. Does whatever he wants. Gets to the line when he wants. He makes threes. First of all, how many times? And I know you didn't catch the, uh, much of the first quarter, but you actually are still leaving guys that have already made threes open. Like what? Are, what are we still doing? Like, come on. This. This. At some point, I don't know what the scheme is when it comes to leaving guys open. I will never understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I know they're rotating. I would much rather a, a two than a three. I don't care. It, like, I'm, I'm scared when we play the Warriors. How many times Steph Curry is going to end up open? He's going to end up open all game long. There should be one person assigned to Steph Curry. I don't care if the if you're in the zone. One person is going to follow Steph Curry around. Can't. They can't. They they run screens and picks for him like double, but, triple, but just in one play. See, that's the thing though. They ain't gonna need to run those screens with us because we're gonna leave him the hell open. 
That's just what we do. I don't know why it happens. <laughs> These guys leave guys open at the three to defend the paint. And it is the weirdest thing in the world to me. I don't understand it. I truly do not understand it. Um, and it's an every game thing. I don't. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like, matter what team. It doesn't matter like, what who, team. Who's, who's going to be the, the, the sharpshooter tonight? The guy um, when we played the Nuggets. Najee, mm-hmm. whatever the hell he is. Yeah. Bench guy. I think he had, what, 19 against us? 21? Because he's just wide open from three all game long. And it's like, all right, well, at what point do you say, all right, let's 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 just stick to him to make sure that he's not hot? You know what I mean? That's the Basketball is a, it's a game of runs. It's about momentum. That's the key. I don't care how good someone is. If you stop their momentum, yeah. it makes it easier for you. You know what I mean? The only player like the guys that don't really suffer that much is, when it comes to that is Steph Curry, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, Duarte beat Fournier every time. He beat Fournier every time. He beat RJ every time. Not every time. He beat RJ a lot. But, you know, I think that's that was the issue. The issue was the guy got whatever the hell he wanted all game long. Duarte, who else was the other guy? Um, uh, like I said, Brock Brogdon getting whatever he wanted. Um, of course, the bonus. He was he was he was charged up. Mm-hmm. Um Turner, he shot an air ball. He knew the air ball. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Turner, I think. But you know, he still had some crucial blocks. Just what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, McBride on Curry, yeah, all game long. It, but that won't. Nobody could guard Curry. I mean, just it's not about guarding him. It's not about guarding Curry. No one can ever stop Curry. That's what I'm you saying. You can guard him. You can try to guard him. Oh well, right. No one's. But going you to. can. But guard him though. Don't leave him open. Well, yeah. <laughs> just guard him. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. When we play him, guard Steph Curry. I don't care if. Just guard him, bro. Don't leave it's, him open. I'm, Please don't leave. I'm, I'm, I'm watching their game right now, and his Hefe game is is ridiculous. Though he gets people off their feet, and that's all the time he needs. First of all, you can get anyone off their feet if you're the best shooter in well, history. Yeah, but because <laughs> so they because they have to guard him, but you can guard him. He mm. not only does his team protect him, he's crafty. Yeah, and he's skillful, and his IQ is ridiculous. So yeah, he he's just Jake. such a he's such a threat, and um th- to just think that we almost had him. Well, why 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 did you do that? Because you have to look at him. No, man. you don't have to do this. You look don't have to do this. He he put the team on his Bro, back we last have year. To, we play, have to play, let this go playing. because we got over it. We tried to forget about it. The low key reason why every Nick fan is a Steph Curry fan is because he was this close to being a Nick. You know why? Because he said, "I want to go to the Knicks." And that's all we need. That's all we need is for someone to say they want us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we, we need them to want us and actually come here and, and show us. Listen, I'm telling you, that would have happened if it wasn't for Golden State saying, aha, that's nice. Cool. I know you want to go there, but we got other plans. <laughs> Whoop. We got championships for you. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that happened because I'm almost positive, almost positive, if we would have signed Stephen Curry, I guarantee you, within the first two to three years, he would have been traded. 
and due Probably. to his injuries, due to, yeah. especially because his injuries, yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt bad. We would have got rid of him, and then he would have went somewhere to like like Chicago or somewhere off of a trade, and he would have blew up. Mm-hmm. He would have blew the hell up, and then it would look bad. It, with it, who it we had picking talent back then. Oh my god! Um, yeah, we would. It'd have been worse for us. It would have been worse for us than the feeling we have right now when we think about the. We never got to have him, so mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad it happened the way it did because did I just blank out? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on here. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that it happened the way it did because uh, Steph Curry deserves better. He deserves. Better. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he deserves better. Um, back to the stats real quick before we get out of here. Um, just to look at it, Obi, Obi had an East Bay dunk tonight. Fast break under the legs. Um, you like to see that. Keeps the energy up. Um, Grimes had a three when he went in there. Um, who? Where, where's my man? They don't. I can't see it here. Why is it not here? McBride. Oh, he at the bottom. He's at the bottom. Bottom. That's why. There he is. Mm-hmm. There he is. And McBride had four points. Uh, you know he was ready. He got in there ready to gun. Um, and I, I agree with Jose. I think um, he would be perfect, the best person on the team to guard. I shouldn't say to perfect guard. To, to guard Curry. So I mean, and then you don't have to play him a lot of minutes. He's going. He's going to use all six of his fouls if he has to. Use them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Use yeah. all six. Why not? Use all six. So you know. Um, <clears throat> do they have a three-point shot defended per minute stat? I believe they do, and it might be on Real GM. Or the other one. Um, I forgot. I'll check it out in a second. Defended per minute. I, that's actually that's a. That sounds like a per minute. I don't get. Time. I don't. I don't get it. Three point shot defended per minute. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But regardless, um, tough game. Tough game. Tough break. Uh, tough loss. We play the Raptors on Friday. Um. In Toronto, which is going to be interesting, we end our three-game road trip there. I don't know what's going to happen. We're gonna win. I don't. I'm not confident in any of these games anymore. I'm not because, <laughs> like I said, I'm just being honest. I'm being yeah, no, because you never know what team shows up. I remember I when we, we were on Steph's show. She was like, "How many games do you think we're gonna end up with?" And I said, "Honestly, it depends on what team shows up." Because on a night to night basis, whoever yeah. showed up during that Utah game, um, San Antonio, San Antonio. San, San Antonio, I don't know why I said Utah, whoever, show, um, whatever team showed up during that, that, um, that uh, Spurs game, yeah. I, I was asking myself, yo, why doesn't this team show up every night? Everybody looked good. Mm-hmm. Let me see the plus minus from, from that game because everybody to me looked great, like everybody did what they were supposed to do, and plus minus from San Antonio. That's because they didn't have any stars in that team. And there was only two people in the negative. Quentin Grimes, who only had um, nine seconds, and Nerlens Noel, who fouled his tail off that entire game. How many personal fouls? He had four personal fouls and two points. And shout and, out to and Grimes. He's still a negative one. Oh, Lord. And that, uh, that was out, it. Shout out to Grimes on that, that uh, those nine seconds because all – he was put in there on the last minute. It was a, the last nine seconds, obviously, um, <laughs> of the half. 
um, and his assignment was to guard Doug McDermott, which he did amazingly for those he was nine seconds. To go off too. Yeah, he he did that amazing for those nine seconds, and unfortunately for Grimes, with the amazing defense played, Doug McDermott still found a way to hit the three. And that's why he had that negative. Other than that, you know, it's it's <laughs> you really can't blame Grimes. Grimes has nah. been coming in. He's been patient. Nine seconds. I mean, like nine on. seconds, man. Like, come on. You're coming oh. off the bench cold, and then you're 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 trying to defend somebody who's been knocking down shots. I mean, I, I'm sure you were up for the challenge, but mm-hmm. you know, if you don't <laughs> do it in nine seconds, I mean, uh, okay. I get it. Listen, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand why um Tibbs does that to these guys. Like he'll literally play them for like nine seconds per quarter. Like mm-hmm. every time there's like defensive sense like uh possession at the end, he's like, Yo, Grimes. Yeah. I like what you did last time out there when you didn't let the guy score. So it's tough. It's it's tough. Uh he said OB six nine, he defends three point shots well. Yeah, I think um, I think it's he could, yeah, his he could have uh, he could definitely could have defended that three better. And I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that three. I think, like I said, Grimes is six five, like you said, Ob six nine, and Doug McDermott is six seven. So I mean, definitely would make it easier for Ob to guard him than it was for Grimes. And Grimes, he still played amazing defense, and he got a shot hit in his face. So can't really be too too too, too mad at him. Um. Let's see what other stats. Huh, it's not much else. Um, uh, Jericho <laughs> Sims. Not much else to talk about. It's um, Kevin Knox got in there and launched two threes. I mean, what about RJ scoring thirty-two points? Oh, we can talk about that. I mean, RJ. RJ looked good. He looked good yeah. that game. Um, let's uh, let me let me go look at that. Look at that uh, box score. Real quick. Here, yeah, he had he was eleven for twenty, seven for eight, career high. Five percent. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and and that was his career high, three for four, um, from the free throw line. Thirty two points, two steals, two assists, five rebounds. Um, he was a plus five. Yeah. Uh, so you know he's uh, he's learning how to, and the thing is, he did it in a very effective way. Um, spotting up, hitting open threes. Um, he made seven out of eleven of his made shots were were the three point line. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the other ones were clearly layups because you know. And also the 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 I think it was the first shot. His first shot of the evening was a beautiful um, wrap around towards the foul line. He just pulled up for a, a, a mid range. Mm-hmm. It was water, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and that's wait, what we've been talking about, right? <laughs> wait, wait until that is just because the Rosen didn't always have that mid range. Hmm. He didn't always have that mid range. He didn't always have that ball out. He didn't always have that ball handle. I remember when he was going through that drive every single year to be better, and this is what he turned into. Only thing about the Rosen, he's not the greatest defender, and um, I think he's he's more of a score first guy. I think what, what what's going to help RJ is the fact that he's such a team player and he makes the the right team play here and there. I think that's going to be something that um, gets him into a lot of uh, 
uh, best player conversation, depending on not of the league, but depending on the the the, the matchup, um, depending on that night. Because RJ just there's just things that he does, um, the intangibles that are just you know the guys that are in the league. I don't see Julius making a lot of plays that that RJ makes at 21 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's something that is very telling to me. Um, but anyway, Friday. We played the Toronto Raptors at home, or oh, at, at their home, mm-hmm. um, which should be a very interesting game because the last time we played them, they smacked us. They defended us very, very, very well. And I'm hoping that the Knicks guys take it to heart and remember it. Um, then we play on Sunday the Milwaukee Bucks. That's it. Another tough one. Yeah. And then um, Tuesday, a week from today, we're uh, going taking to take an L. Taking an L. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're going to beat the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that. I don't know how we're going to do it. They're the hottest team in the league we, right now. We're going to lock them on the bus. Of, That's how. Yeah, lock them on the bus. Outside, you're going to put some ice outside of the, the tour bus. And just <laughs> come outside. And start slipping. <laughs> they're going to have Toscano, whatever his That's name is, running for his Um. And then we, we we got some games, some winnable games. Um, we're playing the Rockets, um, Celtics, Pistons, Wizards, Hawks, Timberwolves, Pistons, Thunder. Like we have to take advantage of these games. We're not playing any high caliber teams in here outside of the Hawks. We play the Pacers again. How many yeah, times I mean, we that's, playing? That's them? the last time. That's the last time we're playing. Them. Sheesh. The last time we're playing them. And then um, yeah, think about it. We got to play the Nets three more times this year. We've only played them once. But they yeah, but we step in. up when it comes to the Nets. They don't, I mean, they, they may beat us, but they don't have our number. Right. Not like that, yeah, man. They, I think Julius nah. is just like, yo, he's like blind is on. He, he's like, yo, we're gonna take New York out. I mean Brooklyn first out. First of all, first of all, he needs to braid his damn hair again. I don't know what's going on with, with Julius. Mm. That that fro, I'm getting sick of it. We went through it last year. He braided yeah. his hair. We started winning. We went on a win streak. It was like 17 wins or something like that. You got to come back home. They still on like, the road. Man, you can call somebody, bro. It was only a three-game road trip, bro. Like, come on. You had to yeah. be ready for the road trip. You know this road trip is coming. True. Road trip is coming. Um, but did you see even after that win, he was still complaining with the refs after the game? Yes. He's still doing it. Pudge, nice. And I was – I was uh, shout out, Pudge. Shout out, Pudge. My bad, Pudge. He had a nerve. <laughs> he had a nerve. <laughs> um, but I'm looking. I'm like, please pan back to Julius Randle. And, of course, they didn't. But I'm like, what can you possibly be complaining about? I guess for next time, I, I don't know. You don't man. think like, the other everybody team had anything? Everybody's up the other team. You know, everybody's celebrating. And you up there talking to the rest. Like, what are you doing, bro? Oh my god, bro. And it's it's frustrating, man. It's that's not gonna make us a winner or a loser, but what it does is it ruins chemistry. One, mm-hmm. number two, it brings us unwanted attention from the refs. Mm-hmm. And that and that's something we already are struggling with. We're already struggling with the refs. So yep. don't add any fuel to the fire. Please just stop. Um let me see. Uh this is just run through the chat. Run through the chat. He says. Jose said, "I wish RJ had a little bit more ups. Yeah, he's he's a little um heavy. 
I'll say. I don't, I'm not going to say he doesn't have ups. I think he does get up there when he wants to, especially when he's a one-foot jumper. When he jumps off one foot, he he gets very high. Um, but when he takes those long strides, like it turns, it, like he only gets as high as a layup. Like it's kind of weird. But when he's like downhill, that's RJ's game. I think I think once he has a coach, or once once Tibbs teaches him or puts the plays, implements the plays that allow RJ to get downhill more often. I think that'll I think that'll be a game changer for RJ. Um, he's not the kind of guy who's going to go out there and freestyle the best plays. Not every player is like that. Not every player is like that. Um, so you know it is what it is. Tibbs putting grabs for OB for nine seconds until we take Fournier out of the starting lineup. We won't beat the Warriors of the league. I mean, imagine that. The two guys we signed in the offseason now are out of the starting lineup. Could you imagine that? I don't even think they want any more negative publicity. They might not. They can't let that happen again. They're like, listen, I mean, bro, but good. he's out there. He, he's speaking positively about it. He was like, yo, I could be pissed. Yeah, but, I, I want to um, be a role model. Yeah. But yeah, some of these guys look up to me, so I want to be there for my team. I mean, that's he's saying all the right things. So, I mean, I don't think it's negative publicity. I think um, I think it's smart. We saw that there was an issue and, and we handled it. Yeah. And yeah. um. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, get these last few comments, and then we are out of here. Uh, he said, if they had Kyrie, we would be in trouble. He's talking about, uh, I believe you're talking about the Nets. The yeah, Nets, for yeah. sure, definitely. Um, Randall is really strong. What's strong? But, but they have Kyrie, and they're in trouble. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like that. There you go. <laughs> yes, like that. If they had Kyrie, they'd be in trouble. But they got Kyrie, and they're yeah. in trouble. And they don't. In the same vein, they don't have Kyrie, and they're in trouble. There you go. Kind of weird. They, they're man, that pendulum. Anyway, so um, and that signed unnecessarily. It could have been us, man. And I said that when it happened. I said we dodged the bullet. I don't know how, but we dodged the bullet. Signed who, unnecessarily. Who, who's who was signed unnecessarily? Both of the guys that we're talking about. Who Evan? Evan and Kemba. I don't think Evan was unnecessary. Like, like if you were going to replace Bullet for like that wing shooter, I mean that's kind of what he does. So I mean it kind of seemed like. A good idea. It didn't work out. I think I think Evan was a good signing. I don't think he should have been the main signing. You know what I'm saying? I think he I think he ended up being the guy we picked because all of the other guys we wanted just right. weren't options anymore. Didn't want to come here. Yeah. 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 So it is what it is. Um, thank y'all. If y'all in the chat, please, if you made it here. Do me a favor, hit that like button. I know uh y'all don't like to come through and watch anyone talk about the Knicks. And not, not just us <laughs> when we lose. And I get it, especially when we lose um the way we lost tonight. It was a very, very frustrating. It would have pleasured me to turn the game off and walk away tonight and go to sleep. And I'd have been yeah. fine. Yeah. But I got a show, I gotta be here for you guys. I I had to endure this. <laughs> I had to sit there and watch. It hurt. Yeah, I had my friend who uh, just came back to New York f- to visit his folks, and mm-hmm. I, I ran into him. He was I was wearing a Knicks hat. He was like, yo, you still into the Knicks? I was just like, man. And, I, and I, I can't even say nothing. I can't even be like, yo, this year, yo, we going to make it as far as possible when, when we just lost our, our 500 spot. So it's I'd have been like, like, yo, it's nice. It's a nice hat. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is the biggest. This is the biggest point, man. And the show up there. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't make it any bigger point than that. You got away from who you are, a defensive team. Tom Thibodeau works great with guys who are who know how to figure it out offensively, and he'll make them figure it out defensively. <laughs> That's what he did in Chicago. A lot of those guys, they especially when you had Derrick Rose in his prime, what did you have to figure out? Yeah. Give him the ball, move out the way, or make it work, pick and roll, and he was going to get downhill. That's how you get MVP. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's it's unfortunate that right now we're in a situation where Tibbs is kind of struggling with these guys. He's he's kind of struggling, and and it's not that he's bad. I'm not saying he's a bad coach or we should get rid of him. He's struggling. That's it. Mm-hmm. The coach is struggling, and it's okay to me- to mention it. The same way we mentioned when RJ is struggling. We've been mentioning all season when Julius is struggling. The coach is struggling. And mm-hmm. something something has yeah, to happen fair. to help him. Yeah, that's it's fair. fair. When we had Coach D'Antoni, he was offensive first. Yeah. We couldn't we couldn't buy defense for the life of us. So couldn't I mean it's just yeah. it's just how they are and what they're given mm-hmm. and what they're working with. So he's struggling with who he has. He has offensive players. He can't get them to go. So I mean, yeah. I, I get it. I don't blame him. Yeah. And and um that's another great point here. Coach is struggling to get Fournier out. It's an athletic league. Yeah, man. Um, it's hard unless you're a lights out shooter. It's hard to to keep you in uh the lineup mm-hmm. and and have you playing a lot of minutes because, like you said, you got to get out. You got to run the fast break. You got to play defense. Uh, and right now the only thing we know Fournier can do for sure is, is hit shots. Um, he hasn't proven us that he can be a great defender. I mean, he's a pest a little uh, every now and then, but he's usually a, a revolving door, and it's it's pretty bad. But you know, it is what it is. But that's all we got. That is all we got for you guys tonight. Um, sorry about that. Uh, we play the Raptors on Friday, mm-hmm. Milwaukee Bucks Bucks on Sunday at twelve p.m. Please, y'all, home home game. We played them at twelve. Don't wake up at 12.30, 2 o'clock, like, yo, we got a game today? Yeah, the game's <laughs> over. The game is over. So catch the game. Be responsible. You know what I'm saying? Set an alarm. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not sure exactly, but we are, we'll probably be on at some time Sunday. Um, and that's it. Oh, we got we got bells. That means time, it's time to go. See? Time to go. Hit, hit the chime. Hit the chime. Um, but that's it, man. Um if you're in the chat, please do me a favor. Pay us with a like. Um, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, that's all we got, man. Rick, you got any uh, final words? I'm good. Good. Good, good, man. Um, hopefully, I won't be feeling blue next time we're on here. And we get we'll a win dub. In the next game. We'll win in the next one. We'll win the next game. We got to win. We got to yeah. win. We, we got to get them some payback on their own floor. And uh, it's, it's about time we do that. But that's it, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to the God of Nicks podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Apollo Reed. This is Rick the Ruler. We out of here. Peace.